Hello everybody, it's Jimmy Newburn and David Redden here with our weekly NRL podcast. Without any further ado, and are we itching to get onto a field at some stage because he hasn't been hasn't played for a couple of weeks? The great man's here, Jimmy Newburn. G'day, Jimmy. Hello, David. Yeah, um, yeah. Lockdowns obviously. Oh, everyone knows it's probably going to be extended again tomorrow in Newcastle. So who knows if we'll get back at all? Hopefully, hopefully it's only another week and, and we, can, we can get some finals footy and we're sitting second. So um, yeah, time will tell with that. Hopefully, we can get on top of it. Lakes, Lakes United first um, in th- in thirsty thirds. It is a final five or a final four. Uh, final five. Um, okay. Sands will play team three, but that given now, I don't know what they'll do now. They may if they do need to shorten it up. They may just drop back to a final four um, and try and do that over two or three weeks. I don't know what the what the New South Wales Rugby League will do, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's, there's a few contingencies there because the boys are definitely keen. I know Wanji and a couple of other teams be keen just to get out and, and finish the season off properly rather than, than pulling it up a week early or a week before finals. Okay, well, all the best for the. Hopefully, you'll get some games at the end of the season. I agree with you. I think that the Hunter will be in lockdown for at least another seven days. Yeah, that's right. I'll announce it tomorrow, I'd assume. It's meant to be tomorrow night that it ends, but given there's other, I think, 10 or 12 cases today, I don't think it's, it's, it's a given that it's going to go for at least another week. So just, yeah, people have stopped coming down to, to parties from um, from Western Sydney. Uh, it'll be great, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully they um, yeah, throw the book at whoever it was. I think they've got old good, so... Yes, I reckon that Newcastle had been kissed on the backside by a fairy given there was no COVID cases for so long. But, yeah, eventually someone had to do something quite silly. But anyway, best wishes to everybody up in the entire area up there north of the Central Coast, the, the Tomari Peninsula, the Hunter, Newcastle, Lake Macquarie, where Jimmy is, and just everybody, everybody take care. Results in round 21. Newcastle, very important win, 28-20 over Brisbane. The Raiders are grinding away, and I think there are teams in the eight that will not want to play them in the finals, particularly the Roosters and Parramatta if they get them. The Raiders 20, the Dragons 12. The Rabbits put the cleaners through a slumping Parramatta 40 to 12. And the Rabbits for mine are the most... Souths and Manly are the teams that will deprive Melbourne and Penrith of a repeat grand final in mind. The Warriors ground out a good win for them, 18-16 over the Sharkies. Roosters were actually acceptable against Penrith. Went down 20-14, to 14, a Matt, Burst, Matt Burton um, masterclass there. Jimmy Seagulls were very good against the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne beat them 28-18, but that is the best game of football that Melbourne's played in a long time. And we'll talk to Jimmy about that in a minute. That'll be the first game we go to, Jim. The West Tigers 28 over the Bulldogs 16. West Tigers got enough problems. If that if that uh, television show has got a, uh, any accuracy to it, there are some issues at that football club, and not all of them are coach-related. And then the Gold Coast Titans, who've got themselves almost back to parity with the four and against 36-14 over the Cowboys, which both of us tipped. Jimmy, first of all, before we go into this week, talk me through your thoughts as a manly man, but as a, as a, as a real football man, on the manly Melbourne Storm game. Go through it for us, please. Yeah, oh, well, firstly, the memory slightly patchy from that game, given it was 7.30 and we're in lockdown on Saturday, so may or may not have had a couple of extra beverages through the day, through the afternoon on Saturday. But, oh, um, a bit patchy, were we, James? Goodness me. A little, just the memory. Um, yeah, look, for, yeah, Manly were, they were fantastic. They actually hit the lead as well. Um, so really, there's a couple of errors. I think Garrick dropped the ball um, off a bit of, it was a missed tackle down the field. Garrick dropped the ball off a second kick and I think Turbo dropped a bomb that both led to tries, so that, it wasn't much in it. I think both sides will get a fair bit out of it. Storm, it's just Bellamy would be more than happy with the Storm actually getting challenged and, and having to fight fight from a, a deficit that they haven't had for a long time. And, and Des would be, I think Des would be pretty happy with 
as happy as you can be with losing a game. 28-18, um, probably bear reflective of where the sides are at. Mainly, hopefully get another crack at them in the finals. I'll certainly, if I can sneak into fourth, I'll certainly play them in week one. Um, if the fuel Roosters can just drop a game for us. Um, and yeah, Storm, my Storm should finish first now. I'm not sure of their last couple of games. They should, they should, I'll be backing them in, in any, whoever they play against. Um, but yeah, I think both sides, and, and said the other one was Penrith, the Roosters, both sides will get plenty out of that as well. Both sides, um, said Burt played well for Penrith, the Roosters were gallant, and Parramatta were really the only disappointment out of those top six sides, and they all played each other. They they just were horrible. But um, yeah, back to Manly and, Manly and Melbourne, I'm yeah, more than happy with, with how they went, but obviously want to reverse the result in, uh, in a month's time. Now, just to let you know Melbourne's draw to finish off, Jimmy, I've just brought that up while you've been talking away. So Melbourne now have... The Raiders this Thursday night, followed by the following Thursday against the Titans, which is a massive game for the Titans, then Parramatta, and they finish off with the Sharkies. So, there's four. You think, you think there's four wins there? Camber obviously always give them a good run, but um, you certainly think they win all four of them. And by then, they'll have Harry Grant and Pappenhausen back to full fitness, and, and they'll, hit, they'll hit the final fire on that a few guys. I think, um, think Tui and, and Solomon, I think it was, were out on the weekend. So, to bring guys like that in for the run home, but um, they're, the, they're, they're definitely the favourites and, and deserved favourites. But they mainly show that they can be beaten. But you've got to, as I said last week, you've got to be on, you've got to be 100% on to, um, to beat them. Absolutely. Um, look, what we'll do now before we go to the, the the draw for this week, I just want to have a look at the ladder because there's some real separation here. That the top three are absolutely set, Jimmy: the Storm, the Panthers, and the Rabbits. Um, and I'll tell you what, the Panthers wouldn't want to stumble because the although they'll probably end up playing each other, the Rabbits and the Panthers. Two play three anyway. Yeah, yeah so. that's right. So, but they've got separation. There's a cluster of teams at four, five, and six, as Jimmy's just alluding to. Whoever finishes fourth will get Melbourne, but they'll also get a double chance. The Eels have a terrible draw, and they're on 28. The Remarkably, all three of these sides lost last week. The Eels are 28, the Roosters 28, and the Eagles are on 26. And interestingly, the um, the Eagles percent uh, four and away is better than the Roosters. So, and then then it gets real interesting. Six, seven, eight, and nine. I'm not sure if ten and eleven are going to make it. But the um, Titans have got an excellent four and against. They've they've almost got a game ahead of the others on four and against alone. So the Titans are on 20 points in seventh. The Raiders on 20 points in eighth. They've got a differential of minus 74. The Knights have got a differential of minus 139. They're also on 20 points. So the Sharks and the Dragons are sitting outside. I don't think the other sides can make it. Um, We'll go through a couple of games shortly, but I can actually see the the eight finishing with those eight teams, perhaps with a shuffle of the draw, Jim. Um, The Parramatta-Manly game this week is a monster. And... Um. Yeah, well, absolutely. For the, the, just the, the four, five, six. Yeah, uh, Parramatta can finish fourth if they beat Manly, but vice versa. Manly's four and against will go ahead of Paris if they beat them. So it's they're still relying on the Roosters. The Roosters are still on twenty eight points as well. But but um, yeah, I, I think Manly will sneak into fourth. But um, but it was no certainty. I think Parramatta. I, Parramatta will be lucky to win games now. They're, they're just horrendous at the moment. They've lost three or four in a row and, and lost them well. I can actually um, see Parramatta playing six v seven against the Titans yeah. and the Raiders, Raiders, yeah, and, had, getting, um, and one and done get pogoed in the first weekend of the finals, Jimmy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Clint Guthers' contract 
ludicrous asking for a million dollars or even seven fifty for mine. Uh, that's that's obviously not not going well. I think that's been going back in July when the manager started meeting with the club. So that's that's coincided sort of with their with their poor form. So um, yeah, that's that's certainly not going to help them. Um, and yeah, seven eight nine. You'd like to think it would be two of those three sides, although the Sharks and the Dragons are their game behind. They've got a lot better for and against than the Knights, and actually the Sharks at the moment are a little bit better than the Raiders. So the, with a month to go, that can change a little bit, but obviously the Titans certainly in the box seat on 20 and with minus two. Um, the minus two for and against, they just want to be kept mindful this week against South so they don't, they don't give away too much for and against there because South are a side that can, they can put 30 or 40 on, on pretty quick and the Titans for and against then comes back. But... But um, yeah, it, it, I'd love to see the Titans make it eight, eight spot. Canberra, Newcastle. Well, yeah, I guess we'll go for we'll go for the Knights just for a day, Radley. But just to keep him happy, just to get in there for a week. But um, I've got their draw here, and it's actually pretty good. They've got yep. Cronulla, Canterbury, the Titans second last round, which is monstrous, and Brisbane. They could yep. win all four. Well, the Cronulla and the Titans game, obviously, they're the they're the crucial ones. They have to win, obviously, the the lower ones. But those two against the sides they're competing with, they're the yep. they're the crucial ones. They win one of them, they'll probably make it. Win both, they'll definitely make it. So, um, despite the four and against, um, which will get them in on eleven was it thirteen wins. So, and yeah, probably play the Roosters or probably play Parramatta actually at six and seven. Um, Possibly, but team finishing eight will we'll get probably the Roosters or Manly who we'll finishes five there. But but yeah, so that certainly gives us a just something for the end of the season, few results that, that can change things. Certainly, um, Canterbury obviously going to finish with the spoon, being three games behind. But, but yeah, the, the last two spots in the eight and then the, the last spot in the top four up for grabs of the month to go, it's, it's pretty good. Speaking of Canterbury, I must make note of the terrible tragedy that beset Tavita Pangai Jr. and his partner uh, last week, losing their 24-week-old uh, their, their baby that was 24 weeks in, inside mum and the, the baby passed away, which is terrible for anybody, and just wanted to give the, uh, a, a a big cheer out to, to, to Pangai Jr. and his entire family. That's just awful, and um, let's just hope that every that they can recover eventually in time. But you, you, I wouldn't wish wish that on anybody. It's terrible. Absolutely, yeah. I was actually wasn't. I knew it was for family reasons. I didn't. Um, I was actually aware because it's been a night shift. I haven't seen much of the news this week. But I wasn't aware of that. But yeah, that's terrible. Um, yeah. That's a tragic news. So. Tragic news. Yeah, no, no one wants to go through that. Um, yeah, certainly, he's yeah, been in a club environment. Hopefully, it'll, it'll get the guys around it a bit harder, I guess, in, in quarantine times and, and COVID times to have too much family around either. So, yeah, yeah hopefully, the guys get through it. On to the draw for this weekend. Um, so, games being played this weekend. Great to see it getting out of southeast Queensland to a certain extent. Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, Brisbane, Gold Coast. Townsville's getting a game this weekend, Sunshine Coast, and then a couple of games at Morton Daly Stadium and Redcliffe, which I'll talk about Redcliffe in a minute because they're, they're one of the teams that wants into the NRL. Thursday Night Football is a massive game for Canberra. Melbourne and Canberra, Thursday Night Football, huge on Channel 9. That'll be a great game. The early game Friday, um, that sorry, that game's at Sunshine Coast Stadium, which has become the Melbourne Storm's second home. The Dragons and the Panthers play at Lang Park in the first half part of a doubleheader. And good luck, George. And then Brisbane. How unusual, Jimmy. Brisbane on Friday night in prime time. <laughs> Brisbane, and, yes. Brisbane and the Roosters um, in the second game of the doubleheader at Lang Park on Friday night, Channel 9. Saturday early game at 3 o'clock at Rabina, the Rabbits and the Titans. And it's a massive test for the Titans' credibility. Um, that Rabbits left-hand side, is, even with Alex Johnson not there, uh, are lethal. The Cowboys and the Tigers do battle in Townsville in the early game. Nice and warm in Townsville, half past five on a Saturday. 
then the big game, the traditional rival, something that Jimmy and Newburn and I certainly grew up watching together, perhaps a little bit me, I'm a lot older than Jimmy, but Manly and Para, and it doesn't get bigger, 6v4, and Manly at $1.20 in the Eels, four fifty on Sportsbet. That, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. <clears throat> the Warriors and Bulldogs are going to play touch football in the early game at Morton Stadium, Morton Daly Stadium in Redcliffe. <clears throat> and then the Channel 9 game has potential, is very interesting for the eight. It's the Sharks in the ninth, uh, eight the 11th, and that's the Channel 9 game on Sunday. Jimmy, um, first of all, let's go the, for mine. We'll go to the biggest games of the weekend and the first... The first focus, because it's got so much potential for the double chance, is Manly and Parramatta. This game at, at Sunshine Coast Stadium, um, huge game. Jimmy, talk us through it. Yeah, that's the derby. Or not a derby, sorry, not a local derby. It's the rivalry. Um, yeah, 1947, battle of those two sides. Um, yeah, it's, it Manly went to Parramatta at the start of the year and and had a win, actually. We went uh, big underdogs at uh, the start of the year and... and it was one of their best performances of the year, but um, yeah, it's always a good game. I've been to a couple of games live myself. There's, there's definitely no love lost. Clint Gutherson, obviously a former Manly, yep. former Manly junior, and yeah, as I was just saying before with his with his contract, the fact they're asking for the money they're asking for, if, if that reported figure is, is right, is just ludicrous in mind. He's probably rattled off six names, six fullbacks that are better than him in the game. He's not the game breaker that. The turbos and the teddies are, but um, good luck to him if you can get it. Good luck to him. Um, you you know what? It's, it's, the yeah, one thing with does. the one thing with Gutherson is all of those other blokes you have spoken about. All of those fullbacks have one thing in particular that Gutherson doesn't, and that's blinding speed. They can beat a man inside or out. You watch the amount of times that Gutherson takes the ball back, and he doesn't threaten the line. He's very clever, and he reads the play. I think he's very smart. But that lack of half a yard is what separates him to a certain extent from Pappenhausen at full tack, Tedesco, Trebojevic, even Luttrell. When Luttrell puts the afterburners on, he's actually very sharp for a big man. And that's where Gutherson, he doesn't have that, that actual, what Americans call quickness, James. He doesn't have it. Yeah, so you can go on, Pappenhausen, Ponga, Brimson, those sort of guys as well. So they're all fast. You're 100% right. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I certainly, when they've got, like, I think it was eight or nine off contract. Papa Lee was one of them, and he, him and Reed Barney are probably the first two I'd be trying to sign before I worry about trying to give Gutho's manager an extra bit of pay. Um, but yeah, but so you get back back to the game. Yeah, Manly certainly have been in great form. Para has been in horrible form, but those the, the Manly Para games always always end up pretty close and, and pretty um, pretty brutal games. Manly missed a couple of front rolls. One got suspended, one got injured on the weekend, so that's not ideal. But um, Curtis Sheeran and another got and. I think Deleuze comes in um, for a chance, for a crack. But yeah, Seeker and uh, Mentos Sibley have been pretty good for Manly. Breed Marnie's massive for Parramatta. He's unfortunately done his shoulder for the rest of the season, so he's 87, uh, I think, reconstructive surgery on that. That's that's a massive loss. Manly, probably the, the area where Parramatta could have got over the top of Manly is, is probably in the hooking. Um, Lockie Croker's doing an okay job, but he's not a hooker. Um, with Manes Fainu. Obviously, waiting for his um, court case to come forward. Yes, Croker's done an okay job. He's done a tolerable job, but not. He's not. He wouldn't rate him in the top twelve hookers in the game. And then Red Marty Brown out is, is massive. Um, but yeah, mainly realistically, if they, they want to, they've got a lot. Or both sides got a lot to play for that fourth spot. But, but the form they've been in, and if they really want to get a crack at Melbourne again in week one. They have to win. They win, don't win that game. They can't finish fourth. Um, Mathematically can, but they won't. They won't get anywhere near fourth if they can't win that game. And 
definitely think it's yeah, it's a game Emily should win and, and will win, but um, yeah, it should be a brutal game. But just just for mate juice, um, there's a both sides coming nineteen forty seven. Parramatta have actually won fourteen wooden spoons. I just had a quick um, quick check of that, and Manly have won nil. So we're we're, we're mentioning that for Justin Daly, aren't we, mate? That just a big cheer out of juice. Always, absolutely, to juice. But now uh, in that is. He's in lockdown as well. Obviously, he's been locked down a lot longer than I have. But um, had a chat with him over the weekend. But yeah, he's 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 not. He's just shaking his head with how Parramatta are going at the moment. But yeah, um, yeah, mainly for mine, definitely. Um, but yeah, it should be a cracking game at seven thirty. And again, being in lockdown on Saturday, I'll hopefully remember some of the game after it if it's uh, the seven thirty game. I, I just quickly before we go to a couple other games, I would suspect that Tom Chavoyevich will try and get into the line and attack Wunger Blake and his winger Oldfield. Um, Blake is has become a liability in defence because Blake's not, horrendous. Yeah. He, he doesn't read the play well, and um, Souths just continue to go because that's their strongest side with um, uh, Latrell and. and um, <clears throat> and Walker down that left side. And Blake and his winger lose contact. And R- Blake reads about as well as Stevie Wonder, I reckon, out on that side. And I just can see Chaboyevich getting himself into that first or maybe second or third receiver on the left side and then inserting himself there to put um, Blake into two mines. And uh, honestly, I'm not sure if Wunger's got one mine, yet alone two. So um, I will be very interested to see that. But I th- can see Manly hammering the, the right side of Parramatta's attack, up uh, defence, I beg your pardon. And uh, with Chaboyevich in the form, I mean, uh, in the form he's in, good luck. Um, even Turner on the weekend, he was he was quietish, but he still had plenty of impact to the tri-assist, linebacker assist and whatnot. So Melbourne can, didn't, I wouldn't say they controlled him, but they, they did enough to stop him. But yeah, he, he gets back to his another month to lead back into him again. I think he'll, yeah, he'll have another cracking game. But we'll talk about our mate Dave Radley's side next. The Sharks and the Knights, the last game on Sunday. It's a big game, particularly for Newcastle. Um, Newcastle's a dollar forty-five on sports bet with the Sharkies, who have been slumping at two seventy-five, and I reckon that's right on the money. Um, Newcastle lose Randall and Fitzgibbon, and there's a stack of ins coming in there. I, I, I think that Newcastle are a more dangerous side right now than Cronulla are. I think they're going in different directions. Ponga's got finally got over that adductor problem. Bradman Best is back in the centres and he's lethal. And I just think, and their forward pack is excellent. You look at that, Saifidi, Braley, Saifidi, Frizzell, Barnett and Watson. And Clemmer can't even make the starting pack. So I just, I think Newcastle, uh, I think Newcastle could squeak into the eight and I think they'll beat the Sharks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so they're only um, guys that have come back are really the only issues for the Knights. So Braley's, Randall's gone out for Braley to come back. He's um, the co-captain, I think. He's He'll add a heap to play against his brother and his old side, actually. Blake, Blake's a Cronulla. Um, Bradman Best is massive. He's, he's right to play. Heimel Hunt, I think, is just the only cloud at the moment. He's got to, got to pass protocols. The HIA he had last week. But um, the Sharks, interestingly, have dropped Will Chambers. Um, it was probably more for his form than anything, but he gave the Karen like an absolute pork chop last week. And uh, I was probably not great with the sledge of myself, but I don't think I've ever sledged 40 points down like he, he seems to do every week. So, um, yeah, he's, I, it was just amazing watching him. Apparently, from all reports, it was pretty personal what he was saying and, and going after families and things like that, which is not on. So there's reports that Fafida actually had to go at him in the tunnel after the game as well, his own teammates. Um, and, yeah, hopefully he's, I, I don't see Josh Hannay putting him back in and for the last few weeks. I don't see him re him either. So. 
No, um, and uh, the, Evans wouldn't have gone off like he did unless there was a really disgraceful remark. You'll remember uh, many years ago, Jimmy, when um, from Andals played, Des Headland uh, whacked one of the Selwood brothers in Perth in a derby, and it had turned out that one of the Selwood brothers had made a really rude remark about Des Headland's daughter who had died. And Headland whacked him and got off at the judiciary because what he said was so disgraceful. Um, it sounds... Well, Chambers is... <clears throat> I won't describe what he is because people can hear this, but put it this way, sometimes he says things that he shouldn't and he um, probably got what he's just deserved. I, I can say that much. That's about all I'll say. Yeah, for more reports, there's a Matt Lodge who's married to all his partners with Sean O'Sullivan, who's their halfback's sister. So that was comments along those lines. So it's um, obviously not on. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's all well and good to tell someone they're playing crap or whatever else, but um, yeah, to, to, to go after what he did is probably probably not on. So yeah, it would have been nice to see Kane Evans get a few more cleaner shots on him, actually, and actually put him right back on his feet on his um, on his backside. Sorry, but he led with the heavy left, Jimmy. He should have come with a right cross. He should have. It would have been nice to see. He might have got a few more weeks over to knock him into next week. So, um, you know, the, most most players around the comedy pat Kate Evans on the back. Unfortunately, he still gets a week suspension out of it. So, um, yeah, to the game. Yeah, the Knights. I think the Knights win that. The Knights got too much. It's all, the Sharks again. We've got that to play for as well. But the Knights are certainly playing a lot better. And and I think the Knights will, will win that and, and really put the pressure on on Canberra and the Titans. Depending on how Canberra and the Titans go through the weekend, they could be playing for seventh spot even even on Sunday afternoon. Uh, so going through the other games, we're choosing Melbourne over Canberra, yes? Uh, yeah, I think so. I know Canberra. Canberra have got a reasonable record against Melbourne and, and always pushing, but but no, I think yeah, Melbourne Melbourne attacks. I'm not tipping against Melbourne for the next five years. I don't think the way they're going at the moment. So they do lose a lot of players at the end of this season, to be fair, but they seem to recycle people. Yeah, they too. keep doing it. They? Like, you lose Cameron Smith, you lose Billy Slater, you lose Cooper Cronk, and we're going back further, Greg Ingles. So they just replace him, and, and Bellamy's there for another couple of years now. He just, he's, that's, that's where he's earning his money. He brings these new guys in and... And yeah, most of where they're at now is probably yeah they've got some good players, but without a good coach like Bellamy, I don't think they'd be in the position still. Well, they, they first grand final left, but albeit when they were flaunting the rules of 2006, 15 years ago, and they're still still making grand finals. So it's pretty amazing. It is. We won't. We, we shouldn't forget Manly stumping win over them in a the grand final, James. And do I assume that James Newburn was there for that GF when? Uh, yeah, I was there. Actually, yeah, I was there on the halfway line. On the second level at ANZ, it was yeah, it was quite good. Even Steve Menzies scored the try. It was just to cap it all off. And we scored one more actually after it. But yeah, it was it was yeah, it was, a, it was quite amazing. Actually, you don't go to a grand final expecting any team to win by 40, 40 nil. But um, yeah, that second half was incredible. I think it was nil all at the twenty fourth minute mark. So they just went bang for the last hour of the game. Penrith will belt the Dragons. No arguments there. Yeah, they'll win that. I think Matt Burton last week. Look at that. The luxury Ivan Cleary's got. He can leave Nathan out. Just to really get him right for his um with his shoulder and, and Matt Burton just dominated last week. But some of the tries he scored slash set up, he was just amazing last week. Um, in their win over the Roosters without him playing, the Roosters potentially win. So, um, oh. and yeah, the Dragon, the Dragons got all their players back from their suspensions, but, but their their season's over. So, um, oh. yeah, Penrith by a mile. I have got no doubts that whoever Penrith play first, when Nathan Cleary has his first and second and third games back, that Nathan Cleary is going to have traffic the size of a Mack truck run straight at his shoulder, especially if it's Melbourne who are ruthless. 
you've seen what Melbourne have done to Walker this year from the Roosters. They will terrorise Cleary just to see if that shoulder's right. My mail is that Cleary's shoulder really does need a surgeon. So we'll have, he's got something similar to Marnie, so we'll have to wait and see. The Roosters will beat the Broncos, I think, reasonably comfortably. The Broncos, are, I don't know what the Broncos are, but they're a mess. Yeah, yeah, well... <laughs> To give you any one glimmer of hope for the Broncos fans, Brisbane's won six of their last seven against the Roosters at Suncorp, so that's which I wouldn't have thought so with the Roosters just going back through the Roosters grand final sides and, and whatnot. So that's that's a pretty good stat. And actually beat them at the start of the year even. Um SCG. Um yeah, the SCG. So that was that was a massive upset. It actually cost me a bit of money on a multi, but um but yeah, like the, right now, yeah, the, the Roosters certainly they've got too much to play. They certainly they want to finish in that they that fourth spot's still there, so um, yeah, Angus Crichton been out for a few weeks. It's probably a bit of a loss, but but outside of that, they should be fine. The Roosters. I don't think it'll be a massive blowout, but but they showed enough on the weekend against a good side to, to show that they can they can play well against these bottom sides. The Rabbits and the Titans could be a point a minute. You could end up with a score like forty four thirty, to be quite honest with you, because they can both turn it on. Um, this is a massive test for where the Titans are at. If they could come away with a win here, I don't think they will. I think that the gap between them and the Rabbits is huge and the Titans have still got a somewhat porous defensive line. Um, I favour the Rabbits. I think this will be a really exciting game. I reckon the Rabbits by 12 to 16 would be my tip. Yeah, so Cody Walker, the form Cody Walker's in, he's just in absolutely dominant form. He's, he's tri-assists and he's scoring tries as well, but he... His try assist and his combination now with Reynolds and, and obviously with Reynolds leaving at the end of the year, we want to make the most of playing games with him. He's got Latrell outside him and he'll get Johnson back in a few weeks. But um, they're certainly south. They're, they're on another level to the Titans. The Titans are playing well, but, but that's 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 the odds. Apart from Melbourne, south, south at the moment are probably the ultimate test. Toby Sexton, the young bloke playing in the halves, he's, he's keeping Foggy out of the side. Uh, play well. They're three in a row with him in the side. So um, probably doing his best to... to to try and get a full time spot next year, given Ash Taylor probably goes, there's a spot there for him if he wants it. He seems to know what he's doing. So, um, but yes, yeah, South, South definitely, I think, um, not a massive, again, not a massive blowout, but, but they'll win by probably three tries, I think, um, against the Gold Coast. Cowboys and Titans up there at Townsville. He's another game that any score could be possible. The Tigers are $1.60, the Cowboys two thirty five. The Cowboys are on a very bad losing streak. The Tigers are as inconsistent as all get out. But they do have some dangerous players there, and I reckon the Tigers will get home despite the fact that this is a twilight in Townsville. I'm backing the Tigers for me. Yeah, I'll just have to kind of go on the Cowboys because up there, the town will always out, um, which isn't great, but um, <laughs> you don't know. With both these sides, you just don't know which side's going to turn up. No. The Tigers were okay last week against Canterbury, and with, with the Cowboys, they lost. Who did they lose to last week? Oh, the Titans give them a bit of a touch there. The last couple of weeks lost to Brisbane and the Titans the last two weeks. But um, I'm going to pick them. Just, I think that's a bit of value there, 235. Um, yeah, for, for, for no real reason, really. It's just uh, the two sides that aren't, aren't quite there. I've actually just watched the first two episodes of the Tigers documentary, Tiger Town. And? Tiger Town. I think they're fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's a great insight. And, um, yeah, Plenty of access. Maguire's given up a lot of his time and, and a lot of access. A lot of you see a lot of things that go on in the change rooms that you probably don't realise. Um, the, the language is probably a little bit confronting for people that haven't been around team sports and, and whatnot, especially at that level. But um, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. Documentaries, I love documentaries like that. But it's yeah, it'd be nice if a, a few of the other clubs would get behind it and do something similar. I don't know the Formula One do it with the with the Drive to Survive show on Netflix and. 
Well, if, um, if you, if, I'm sure, I'm sure you would have seen the test when Australia was in England. That's yes. a fabulous documentary. Yep. Those, those sort of inner sanctum sort of things. Obviously, there's things that need to be kept private. But I think that, as long as I assume that the club would have been given the the um, the final cut before it was actually released to make sure they're happy with everything that went in there. But um, yeah, I, I think it's unreal. I'm great at Michael Maguire to give that sort of access and, and Justin Pascal and the, and the club. So it's yeah, certainly. It's those sort of things, I think, that can help sort of get people over, the people that don't really follow the football or or things like that, just to, to watch that and get a bit of interest in it. Um, as I said, that the Formula One did a similar thing with the Netflix series, and I think that's got us picked up a lot more fans out of that. Um, and, yeah, it's, it'd be great to see a few other clubs get behind it over the next couple of years. Obviously, it's a bit hard with, with COVID and things like that at the moment to, to get too many cameras into those, into those hubs and things like that, but... Um, but yeah, good on the Tigers for doing it. But I, I think the Cowboys will win. But but um, yeah, we'll look forward to the, the next episode. I think Monday or Sunday, Monday night. The next episode is of, of that they've been to there so far. And we've both got Manly over the Eels comfortably. The, the Warriors will beat the Bulldogs. I suggest um, to yep. me. I don't yeah, think there's yeah, argument so. there. And we've picked. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going the Knights over the Sharks, and I think you yep. did as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely the Knights. I think too much to play for. And um, I think yeah, by the end of the round, you'll find that the Knights will be in the eight. Um, probably in the seventh, I think. Mm. Yeah, in the seventh, I think Titans will still stay on the eighth because because they'll probably get beat. Yeah, they'll, they'll stay on the eighth spot. And be interesting to see the last three weeks. Then you'll have probably the Titans and the Raiders fighting out that last spot potentially. So if the Knights can keep winning with the draw, the soft draw they've got home. They do. Now, finally, Jimmy, the boys are up. That how is Byron? Yeah, he's he's, he's fast asleep. He's had a big walk today. He gets these big long walks on my night shift, so um, he, he always had to drag him home today. He, he runs out of energy, but he got plenty of energy, but he runs out of it real quick. So I'll get, sort of try not to go too far from home. I do have to drag him. It's, it's a bit easier when I'm a bit closer. So he's doing all right. Good to hear. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. It's been terrific talking football with you and drilling down into a few games and, and just going into things in detail, which I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward, now that the Olympics are over, there's going to be a real focus on our football codes. Um, there are some superb footballs going around. I, I I think there's enough interest in the NRL because I don't think that the grand finalists are set. I think that one of them is, but I think that the South Sydney are a genuine um, premiership force. And I don't think anybody will want to play Manly after the way that they played against Melbourne. And Des Hasler and the Pedroviches and there's the smart people at Manly will be putting their going their home we thinking this is how far away we are. So I think it's going to be a fascinating end of the season, mate. Yeah, I think the final series, it's in both those games, Melbourne v Manly slash Roosters and South Sea Penrith will be, be pretty good games. And and the, the other two games, whether plays Parramatta will think they're a genuine chance, whether it be the Knights or the Titans or Canberra. And yes. The Roosters slash Manly should beat whoever they play, but if they end up in the bottom four. But, but yeah, Parramatta are no given things um, in the 6v7 game, probably against the Knights. I'd imagine, with, again, with the Knights run home, I think they finished seventh, so... Yep. Um, yeah, nice Parramatta. It'd certainly be an interesting elimination final. Absolutely, it would. Jimmy, you take care this weekend up there What when what we think is locked down. Um, I'll look forward to catching up with you next week, mate. Thank you so much for your time. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, Redders. See you, mate. On behalf of Jimmy Newburn, this is David Redden. It's our pleasure to bring you this podcast every week. Hello to Justin Daly and Dave Redley, guys. Hope you enjoy, hope you enjoy uh, listening to our podcast. We'll catch up with you soon, everyone. Bye-bye.